This week's episode of Tea with Queen and Jay podcast is sponsored by the book, Layla's Happiness, a children's book by author Mariah Hadessa Akari Tally, illustrated by Ashley Corinne. Layla's Happiness is the book Tally couldn't find to share with her first two daughters when they were young. She found many wonderful books, some with brown-skinned children, but not a single one about a brown-skinned child who was just growing up as so many children do, active, daydreaming, well-loved, and happy. She wanted to write about a child emotionally nourished enough to be trying out her wings on currents of lightness, air, and happiness. A sweet and lively portrait of a contemporary city kid, Layla's Happiness invites all readers into the story to identify, grow familiar, and consider what happiness is for themselves. Layla shares her feelings, wanting to listen, to hear back from all the other children reading her story, and to open a conversation about happiness itself, what it feels like, when you know it, and what it is to say it. Pick up Layla's Happiness on Amazon, at Barnes & Nobles, and other places that children's books are sold. And explore what happiness means to you. This week on Tea with Queen and Jay. Why work doesn't have to suck, but people in their politics make it suck so hard. How to make friends as a grown-ass adult and to HBCU or PWI, Grandma Edition. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Rolling, rolling, rolling on a river. I am protesting and I sing at Ike Parts. Oh, <laughs> all right. That works. <laughs> I just, Sam said we were rolling, and so I just went with that. But no, yeah, no, no. no need you to participate. <laughs> I was just letting you know what my protest that's, was about. Okay, that's, yes. uh, that's fine. As I go on to St. Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ew. Bye-bye. Jazz hands. I knew you was going to do that. You're the most non-dancingest jazz hands in. <laughs> I like performance. <laughs> I like Broadway. Yeah, you are a Broadway actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so how are you doing, Jay? I'm good. We are in Wig Crucifix Studios again. again. Thank you, Sam, for having us. Yes. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm good, yo. That's how are cool. you? I'm good. Still ovulating. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks in a row? No. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, God. Yeah, my ovulation is a two-week period because I'm an elephant. No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I don't know science, so you can tell me anything. No, it's not. It's not. I don't right. even know how long an ovulation period is of an elephant. Right. Probably longer. They'd be pregnant for Ooh, like years. Ooh, I wonder how big an elephant egg is. Like, oh, oh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I never thought of that. Right? Well, how big is their fallopian tube? Wow. Or like a giraffe. Is it skinny? <laughs> these are high thoughts yeah oh wow okay all right My if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast podcast about elephant ovulation mm-hmm. you can do so by using our hashtag hashtag tea with qj we use it on all the social meds be like if you use it on all the social meds instagram twitter facebook we will retreat that shit like that shit we will find you and you will find other listeners of the tea with queen and jay podcast that's right another hashtag that we love for you to use is pod in and pod in is a now listen hashtag and that allows other people on that hashtag to know that you are listening to tea with queen and jay and find us as well that is right. This is a spot of tea episode, so you won't hear all of our usual segments, but you will still get that good black ass black goodness. Yes, you will. Jay. Yo. Do you want to tell the listeners what libations are? Yes, we like to start our podcast off pouring libations for the people, places, and things that give us black ass black joy. They are our shout outs. They are our salutes. Mm-hmm. What have you, if you will. Um, there are libations. Queen. Yeah. What are you libating this week? I am pouring libations for my cat, Xena. Um, because I'm single and lonely. Mm-hmm. No, single and alone, because that's a difference. Okay, it is. 
and um he's just been like my ride or die companion person i'll come home from work and he's like right by the door like happy to see me Aww. and shit all up under me he sweats me a lot so i have decided that if you don't sweat me the way my cat sweat me mm-hmm. i don't want to fuck with you same like i don't same i don't i need love and affection i i i i i that's from that song <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, but yeah i need that i've come to terms with like i used to think that saying that was like being needy mm-hmm. and like all this no i like attention i like to be sweated i like all of that stuff yeah you know of course in moderation because <laughs> i like my long time mm-hmm. but yeah my cat kind of gets it like he won't fuck with me for hours and he's all up under me for other hours mm-hmm. and i like that so libations to xena for affirming that um you i like her. affection and i, I need it I like that. So yes, right, yo. Props to Zena. Word, word, word. He's a he's a champ. He's a mm-hmm, champ. Mm-hmm. Um, Z, um, Diamond always yells at me for misgendering him, but <laughs> I forget as well. Yeah, I, I do. I Jay, well. yes. What are your libations? Um, uh, I just want to pour libations for workers, like niggas that go to work and like got a whole why, boss. Why, 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 yes, why? that got a, a boss that be telling them stuff and so like annoying. Who like only get thirty minutes for lunch break and a bunch of like whack shit. Sounds like your job. I'm describing my current <laughs> job right now. I just go in there and do a job and then go home. I mean, and I, you know, do my podcast and other stuff. But like, so that I can pay bills. But yeah. like this whole situation of like going to a job and listening to a stupid person tell you things and manage That's your day. The piece right there. Yeah, because honestly, I don't mind work. And work is not a bad thing, yo. It's not bad. Shit needs to get done. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? We work and live in a society where we do things like to get shit done for whatever reasons. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay with participating in that economy. Yeah. I don't like the way in which people interpret like the structure and the system of offices and work and like who's quote unquote in charge and the boss and all that stuff. And I feel like. A lot of jobs in the U.S., I feel like there are, like, instead of, like, the way that we see workers, we don't see them as people working a job to, like, get a task done and, like, earn a check. Like, it's people feel like we're living in some sort of caste system that because you work this level of a job, you're this type of person. Person, And so I can lord over you or treat you this kind of way. And so people make work. You don't deserve comfort. Exactly. Exactly. So people make work this, this thing that like it doesn't have to be this mm-hmm. this like akin to like it really does feel like certain types of work are like clear direct descendants of fucking indentured servitude mm-hmm. or slavery like in the ways in which we react to one another yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so i'm not comparing my job to slavery what i'm saying is that the ways in which people looked at different types of people within the workforce yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and you see it like in new york where everyone working at a, at the fast food chain is black and lives in one of the five boroughs and the manager is a white person from long island yeah you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like there's this structure of like who is a worker Shout out who to is America a boss the on 25th street the, right like yeah it's it's weird yeah it's very weird um so yes, anyway, I just want to pour libations to workers and niggas who have to deal with that shit every day and like how to scream at that lady. <laughs> oh, okay. And like flashbacks. Good. <laughs> good. Okay. So people deal with this shit every day. Like our my parents worked like this. Like people mm-hmm. who yeah. you know, like we just shouldn't be treating each other like this anymore. It's whack. And uh, yeah, cheers to everybody who We're goes to work. We're thinking that way, though. Exactly. Because if you think about school and how teachers treat you. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're black, I don't know. I think there are kids who get treated differently elsewhere. But I don't know. I don't know. I think so. Well, I, I don't know. know. I'm thinking of like college and like, just like, I don't know. Man, I am black, so. Yeah. That was <laughs> um, that's when I felt Satan, like non-safety was college when mm. it was like professors just saying and doing whatever and it was like what the fuck mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah a lot of us have funneled well like you said so like when you gave the structure of the job so it's mm-hmm. like black Latinx people and then the manager is this so you're right. kind of funneled into if they want us to be that kind of workforce anyway mm-hmm. it makes sense for them to funnel us in that yeah. way when it comes to the school yeah. systems and shit like mm-hmm. that oh I hate this world don't you hate it it's fucking disturbing and yeah. then when you do have the manager who is a person of color it's like unfortunately sometimes they have 
They're both in the same system. They're within the same so system. They... So they've either dealt with that shit and they feel like that's what you're supposed to do when you're a boss. Yeah. Or they know it's not okay, but they feel like they don't want to They don't want to look different from their other... They want to manage the way that white people manage because yep. that's how managing is supposed to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's not to say that there aren't people who go against the system, but it's just like... It's just fucking whack. Yeah, so a lot of patience to workers because y'all need it. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Like all of us. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's some bullshit yo and i'm working a job that's like mad basic so like the kitchen don't it's not equipped with the right that's snacks the thing. and shit most of the jobs are basic yeah like they're really basic mm-hmm. you don't really do anything for me besides mm-hmm. this paycheck yeah yo. why do you think right that i'm supposed to like you got coffee back here there's no almond milk in the fridge <laughs> what the fuck you mean <laughs> fuck are you talking about <laughs> like and you talking to me crazy where, where do you think like, we are what? Yeah, it's just really interesting. And right, seeing the different types of jobs, the different ways that you're treated in different like work environments yeah. and like the perks of being like, for example, there are like different jobs within the black community that like, OK, that's a good job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, uh-huh. like you get funneled into certain like if you can get in here, work yeah, your way in yeah, here or like whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just really interesting um i've worked all different type of jobs this is not my first time working like a bullshit job mm-hmm. uh, it's just interesting at this age working with stupid people when you're younger it's like okay i'm mad young and these are old people yeah. and that's why they're and, annoying and then sometimes you don't know right when you're young you're like okay i guess this is just this work is and work. i hate it like i hate my parents school. came home hating this shit yeah so I guess this is right this is how it is this is what it's supposed to be yeah but like now that i'm older and i'm like oh nah this this is the system that's fucked up mm-hmm. that's what's going on yeah. here so yeah yo libations to workers and um shit yo Word. self-care up yourself at home if you're allowed the fucking time off <laughs> anyway <laughs> queen can you tell the people how and why they can support oh, team queen j podcast please because we don't want to be working. we don't want to go i don't want to be a worker anymore i don't like it i'm uncomfortable oh wow support to you in the j podcast so we won't be workers so you <laughs> progress this podcast sustain this podcast and keep the lights on for this motherfucking pod- podcast um you could donate to tea with queen and j by going to our website at tea with queen and com. slide down on our homepage, and there is where we have two options two. our first option is our paypal option and that is where you can put however much you want in the pot however many times you want there is no commitment for that option our second option is our Patreon option, and that is where we're asking for just a little bit more commitment. We are asking for $2 a month. $2. You can give more or less. That is up to you, but we are only asking for 2 Um, Also, links to both of those, the PayPal and Patreon, is in our show notes if you are somewhere that you can't get to the computer real quick or type in whatever anyway the links is there mm-hmm. accessibility trying to make it so you give us that that's money, right and if you quick. you're right if you become a patron you will continue to get this podcast that is the gift yeah. of being a patron of team that is how we're able to pay to be in crucifix studios you're right yo because you wouldn't have had a show for another week you would not have had a show nah there would not have been a show. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you would have came in my DM saying some dumb shit. Where's the and show? And I would have to curse Where's you out. The show? And then, pff, now we fighting. Like, do you know that I'm a worker? <laughs> when was I supposed to post a show if you didn't give me no... I don't have no patrons and I'm a worker. When was I supposed to do a podcast? Okay? Exactly. Okay? All of that. All right. All of that. Another way that you could donate is... That is not monetarily. This wasn't. That's uh, another way that you could donate. That is non-monetarily is by subscribing to this podcast, whatever app that you use to listen to us on. Press subscribe, follow, however that thing works. Do that so we just pop up in your feed and you can listen to us weekly. The listens help. They do a lot. That is why we do this. That's right. So people can listen, rate and review this podcast on whatever app that you use to listen to this podcast. That helps to like raise the algorithm, make people find us more. And people like to see co-signers. If they see that this many people said that this podcast is great, that'll raise the probability of them listening to it as well. Tag us in the post of people asking for podcasts. Tell a friend to listen to this podcast. I challenge everyone to tell two friends, just two. And one, if you don't have two. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at them. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's not funny that you don't have two mm-hmm. friends. Tell your cat. Yeah. No. We don't know what cats be saying to each other. You're right. They can tell their, another their cat friend who might tell their, yeah. you know, their adult. You're right. Human person. I don't want to ever hear my cat talk. Me neither. At all. That's scary. Like, 
he don't look like they don't look like they'll say nice things. No, he a lot of <laughs> They see you naked. They're like, do you think they're I want to see you naked? Already, like they already be like, oh, you fucking again? <laughs> like that's what his face looks like. So, okay, no. so um, what was I talking about? Yes, tell two friends um about Tea with Queen and J podcast. Tag us in the post. If you are listening to this podcast and you're a writer and, and you know, write about us. If you are them blue checks motherfuckers who listen to us who act like you don't listen to us. I mean, if they told people they would tell people to you listen, listen to, us, to us, they would have to credit like all the content. Well, shout out to the blue us. checks who do listen to us and say they listen to us. All two of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that kind of mood today. Okay. Um, but yes, um, those are the ways that you can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay that don't cost you a dime. That's right. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, if you'd like to hear your ad on Tea with Queen and Jay, email us at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, womanism, black feminism, black hair, or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast, or if you'd like us to do a live show or consult you or your team, send us your team mail at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. We've also added our individual Amazon wish list to the show notes if you would like to support us in that way. Yes. So Give me all you. those face creams I put on there. <laughs> it's a bundle it's a bundle that's hilarious okay but, yeah all right, care all right. about my skin care skin is important donation libations this week we're recording a little bit early so if you supported us this week then we will shout you out in the episode next week we yes. don't want to miss anybody mm-hmm. right are you ready to get into this motherfucking show let's do it mm-hmm. so what kind of tea are you drinking um green jasmine tea oh delicious yes. so i am drinking that honey ginger tea oh, okay so good and what are your pronouns she her what are your pronouns she her they them and what are you affirming for yourself this week i'm affirming as always that i'm a bad bitch that i'm enough that i will be self-employed without trauma financially wealthy Mm -hmm. without trauma Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. gotta be specific with these shits all right Uh, i also affirm that i am well rested and my hair and fashions are popping i hope for this fashion part a lot because today i wanted to throw everything in my closet out (laughs) and replace them okay so i affirm that for myself i affirm that my mind and body and healthy i really affirm that my mind is healthy i'm starting therapy next month oh in person yeah i need to figure out these neglect issues with a black woman person i have yes yes Where'd you find a therapist? There's a um organization called something that I forgot. Okay. And you can get um I do have insurance, but with my insurance provider I wasn't seeing a lot of black people. So mm-hmm. I went through this organization and you get like rates of like thirty to sixty dollars oh, wow. a session. I can't remember the name of it, but I'll put it in the show notes yeah, so that please. people can have access to that. Okay. So that's on my to do list for this year to go back to therapy. Yeah, I need to I'm like, why am I sitting in a corner hugging myself? I wasn't mm-hmm. doing that, but like right. you're not invisible, bitch. Mm-hmm. Why are you always thinking you're invisible? Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody about that. Yes. So yeah. Okay. So there's that. I from that I will always and forever stunt on you hoes. Okay. And that I will find a healthy sex buddy that will add to my sexual pleasure. And I also affirm that I will have a fruitful and abundant as 2020. I like that. Jay, like things, what are you affirming for yourself? I affirm a life full of abundance, health, wealth, and financial stability. I affirm sensuality and baddiness. I affirm that I am not a lady. Please don't call me a lady or ladies. I am enough. My apartment is paid for. My rent is paid. I'm self-employed. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. My schedule is flexible. I don't underquote or undersell myself. I get my rate. I affirm a brand new MacBook with all the fixings. And I affirm that I am healthy. Yes. I like those. I like like affirmations. They're important, yo. They really are, yo. They're motherfucking important. Who else remind me I'm a bad bitch? Nobody. probably people do i don't know that's why i need therapy (laughs) yeah you got a little bit of middle child syndrome going on yeah i know i know a lot of (laughs) what about me (laughs) (laughs) oh god that is funny that's funny okay uh well so we had an interesting question about 
friendships. Yes. Grown ass, adult ass friendships and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this T mail. And then we're going to talk about it. If you would like to send us your T-mail, you can hit us up at twithqueenandj at gmail.com. And we will read that shit and if hopefully like it. read it on the podcast. <laughs> if you like it. Well, yes. Yeah. If we like it, if we have time, if we're not triggered. <laughs> yeah. Have <laughs> we sent us our shit? And Woo. then also, um, it'd be helpful if you tell us your pronouns. Yes, please include your pronouns yeah. in your T-mail. Because I'll be fucking up shit. All right. Trying to be so. a better person. All right. All right. All right. All right now. All right. Um, the subject of this T-mail is libations and seeking advice. So this T-mail is from Dion, and Dion says, I like to start out with libations for Tea with Queen and Jay. It is a relief in this day and in this day and time that you two exist on this platform full of blackness, knowledge, and all things great. I have listened to your podcast for a good while and have learned so much from you. Y'all create an environment that breathes air into the space that holds ignorance, and I have and I've had my share of being misinformed. Growing up in the military and later marrying in it has caused me to think with a global mindset. This is a privilege and a curse. I was one of those teens who was bullied and found solace in escaping it by diving deep into sci-fi and white adjacent shit. I am awkward as fuck because my upbringing, because of my upbringing and also due to my parents who dropped the ball on schooling my siblings and me about white supremacy, even though they suffered through it as children. Yet I can't blame them for trying to shelter us. Thank you for admitting that you're awkward. I feel like everyone's awkward, but I'll get to that later. Okay. I have been... Okay, we'll get to it later. I was <laughs> going to say, it's a different type of awkward, but... I've been stateside for quite some time and felt socially awkward, frightened, and wary of what it is to be black in the U.S. Now that I'm a mother to a mixed kid, I feel scared for her and at times regret marrying a white man. Yes, I love him, but love doesn't stop the system of white supremacy. I feel like I overcompensate in our discussions of blackness in our household because ultimately my kid is black. She knows that this society sees her as a black person and that this world doesn't like black girls even though it profits from us. Through my actions and how I educate my child, I basically scream, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm blackity black, 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 y'all. That's cool because that's how I heard it. That's what I heard in my head. Your, I didn't expect you to go loud. So I was like, oh. oh that's how you got to say that. Your show has enlightened me on identifying my own privilege and learning how to use it. At this point, my mission has been to raise my daughter with confidence, all the while surrounding her in blackness. I realize that not having a lot of black friends is detrimental to both our both of our well-being. So I have actively sought out black women groups in our local area and hope to be more engaging. Do you have any additional suggestions on what I can do to get some black friends? It's hard making friends as a 41-year-old who is a stay-at-home parent who doesn't subscribe to religious activities thank you dion p.s because your ongoing discussions about mental health awareness i have been going to therapy for over a year Ew. and i have a black woman therapist Ew, that's your friend no it's hey. not no it's not no it's not it's not healthy okay <laughs> wait what i'm like oh that could be your friend i'm like wait no 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 can't, can't. it's not healthy, it's <laughs> no, not healthy. boundaries no. boundaries boundaries <laughs> Y'all create avenues of knowledge all over the place. Thanks again, Dion. Thank you so much, Dion, for this letter, yo. We appreciate you. Okay, real quick, before what were you saying about awkwardness? You said you feel like everybody's awkward. I feel like everyone is awkward, and I feel like everyone has different degrees of awkwardness, obviously. But I think that a lot of what we think, because we only live inside our bodies. Right. And I think the assumption is that, like, that everyone is not awkward, but I think mm. every like everyone has some kind of awkwardness. Right. And we all navigate it in these different ways. That's and I true. think that we try to say that awkwardness just looks like this one thing. Because mm -hmm. I know my awkwardness comes off very different for a lot of people. People right. just think I'm having an attitude and it's like, nah, I just You're don't. You're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, man. I just yeah. don't know what to say right mm -hmm. now, so I'm going to roll my eyes. You know, like. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> and I'm saying this like that because I knew you before I knew you personally. Personally. And so getting to know that you were a fucking weirdo has been really interesting. Because <laughs> you don't assume people, you're right, people don't people assume don't that assume black girls that, like you can yeah, be a fucking weirdo. Yeah. But like you're like a certified weirdo. Yeah, like yeah. I am I'm, can be really socially awkward, right, right, but right. I navigate it very differently. So mm -hmm. people just think I'm just acting like one of those black girls. Right. Where it's just like, no, I don't know what to yeah. say right now. Because like regardless of how awkward you are, Lots of people still interpret you as cool. Yes, my 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 the way right. I navigate it still comes as of whatever society says is the cool right, thing for right. this black girl to do in this situation. Mm -hmm. And you're usually. again certified weirdo. 
Yeah, I am. I just want to tell people yeah, to destigmatize wanna... <laughs> weirdness. Yeah, and also you know, I black want... girl weirdness. Yeah, and I want people to understand that awkwardness manifests in many different right. ways. So just because your awkwardness may mirror whatever TV says, like nerds and all mm-hmm. of that stuff look like, that's not the only way right. to be awkward. You're probably talking to another person who seems cool and is just as awkward mm-hmm. as you are. Type of thing. We all right. fucking awkward. <laughs> This is my point. So stop being awkward about it. <laughs> yeah, basically, awkward. stop being awkward, awkward about stop being, awkward. being awkward. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. But also the reason why I said I appreciate you admitting to being awkward because I feel like there's a certain this brand of awkwardness um of having like not grown up around other black people and maybe feeling a little bit of insecurity about that. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people who don't like to admit that and yeah. that turns into they turn it into like some other shit and start like accusing other black people of like not being welcoming and yeah. being shut you know, them out and you said yeah. I talk wine. Right. Like, <laughs> right. no one is thinking about you. Put on some chapstick <laughs> and, like, get over yourself. Okay? Eat your chicken. You're feeling awkward because you haven't grown up around black folks. We're not doing anything yeah. but minding our business Eat and lotioning our bodies. cauliflower and shut Yeah, leave up. us alone. But anyway, I'm not saying that you don't use chapstick. I'm not saying that that's you. I'm just and saying. I'm not saying you repurpose cauliflower. Right. I'm just saying that that has been a thing. It's just a brand of person. Um, <laughs> But, okay. So great ways that i think to find community for um black girls who might not be going to school with other black girls or whatever i really am a big believer <laughs> why are you already laughing i'm a big believer in dance class i'm laughing because when we first read that she was like get, get to my dance class get that girl in a dance class okay put your daughter in a dance class i'm talking about a she black need girl to funga yes, she needs to funga alafia her I way say, into say. blackness okay <laughs> She needs to take an African dance class. Oh, she needs God. to take a step class. She needs to take... Yeah, step, yeah. Yeah, take a step class. Take an African... Definitely take an African dance class. Definitely take, like, a black modern dance class. But I'm talking about dance class with black girls, okay? I think that that is really important. I think just how... I can say Funga Alafia, and it's, like, thousands of black girls all over the country who know what the fuck Ashe, I'm talking about. Ashe, Ashe. Ashe. Yeah. da 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 Like, we know that because when you go to black girl dance class, you go to African dance, like that's that something that you learn yeah, it's yeah. a dance that you learn it's something that we share and i think that that having that commonality like across the country is really an important thing especially if you say like you're not a religious person like i think that there are so many religious things that black people share across the country because so many of us are culturally christian or culturally yeah. whatever i think that dance class is a great window into that and you're spending time with other black women and you're moving your body if your daughter is physically capable of doing dance class that could be good and then if if she's not i don't you may be able to find a dance class that can accommodate whatever her physical needs are Mm -hmm. um so i think that that's really important so dance class shit is important they have different events and you know things that happen surrounding the dance class and within that you can meet other black parents who are there um yeah so i think it's really important to find a black dance class there are usually black people doing some shit somewhere we find a place to dance well yeah there is a pocket of black girls dancing somewhere somewhere but i think a black girl there's dance an eight class count would be good happening yes. in your town yes so yeah find the black people there doing is. the dance class i think knowing how to like move your body like as a black girl and just like the importance of your body i think it's good to move your body with other black people yeah and other black girls so find a dance class uh, i think that would be really helpful mm-hmm. And then you also learn about other things happening in those, you know, in being those in spaces. Those yeah, you'll hear like whatever else is going on. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I talked about this a little bit already, but I think it's also it's okay to be honest about not growing up around other black people, right? So like you might encounter black folks that you think have grown up around black folks all their life. Yeah. And so that might be in further intimidating in some way, but I don't think it's... If you feel like, oh, okay, this person seems like a reasonable person, I think it's okay to share, oh, I didn't grow up, you know, with a lot, uh, of, with a lot of black folks, so like, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Because that feeling of like, that anxiety feeling of like, are these people going to think there's something wrong with me? Maybe. They you know might. what I'm saying? Like, but if you tell them, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't grow up around a lot of black people, that will answer a lot of questions. They will also might 
know that <laughs> like oh well it's gonna be based obvious. on yeah like based on the conversation mm-hmm. based on the certain like cues of like right, black right, americanness here yeah. that you don't catch or whatever they might already know it yeah so. it'll be obvious but a part of why i say it's okay or maybe even good to say it is because when you get to know somebody everyone is kind of trying to read each other and sometimes people there are people who assume that black folks who didn't grow up around other black folks are the feds right so if you yeah. it can be disarming to be comfortable saying oh i didn't grow up around a yeah, lot of totally. people so it's important to me that. to you know bring my daughter to totally yada, yada, yada. totally i wasn't countering that. i was just saying that that it would be easier for you to say it because they probably already know like they probably could already right. see it so right, like right. It, should, it could take the edge off and you can have less anxiety about saying i didn't grow around i didn't grow up around a lot of mm-hmm, black people because mm-hmm. it's probably something that's already evident and you're kind of just saying it out loud now putting words to right. this thing and then it makes it right it's disarming and it makes it comfortable to then talk about that stuff like it's no longer an elephant it's not an elephant in the room it's yeah. like you know mm-hmm. something that can be discussed if Word. it needs to or if it comes up you mentioned that you joined you said something about oh you've actively actively sought out black women groups in your local area okay yeah. so that's good mm-hmm. um but also do shit that you like do shit that you like and talk to the other black person there and Word. i'm sure you will encounter black people that are fucking annoying because that's just like how people are yeah people are fucking annoying they're the worst but as a as somebody who is in their 30s i have found i am most happy when i'm already doing something that i like and connecting with people through the shit that i'm already enjoying yeah Yeah. it it becomes harder when i'm like trying something new kind of Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying or it could be something new that i think i might like but like stepping if i step sometimes if i step too far outside of my box i don't want to talk to anybody mm-hmm. like i'm already uncomfortable yeah you know what i mean you had a few things yeah so i had a few things that i put together i had actually wrote something about finding friends as an adult for mm-hmm. mix in my online magazine and the reason why i wrote it is because a lot of my friends who live in new york who i do, would do the things with a lot of them fucking moved right. and now there's only like janicia and my homegirl tara who's a parent and i don't want to do anything so like i'm like i need to like mm-hmm. um figure out you know other people that i can like you know do Put about things with my friends. Right. So um I didn't do any things yet, but these are things <laughs> I haven't tried any. I don't really go outside. This. I don't really go outside. Okay. It's just me and Xena for the most part. Mm. But these are things that I have done in my life that mm. seem to have worked. And I've seen friends who I've known have who have like I've never moved out of New York. Mm-hmm. So like I noticed that like the friends of mine who like went away to college and stuff, mm-hmm. I didn't I went to college in the city. Or, like, friends who have moved to other places who, like, have had to be, like, an adult or, like, had had to forge friendships of their own. Mm. Uh, they did these things. So, like, right. I noticed that in our childhood, we tend we typically form friendships based on the places our parents send us to. So, mm. that's school, that's church. For me, that's the mosque, mm. that's the dance class, that's right. the whatever. So, the environment, the communal environment is made. And then you go to it. Mm-hmm. But when you're an adult, we typically don't do that. Like we're going out by ourselves or we're going out with these already friends that we have. So why do I need to meet other people? Because mm-hmm. I already got three of my homegirls here with me. Right. So we are not really forced to like talk to people and, and things like that. So I just like put together stuff that seems like places where you can go alone, still be in a community, kind of sets up the space. Like our parents kind of set up these spaces mm-hmm. for us as kids. And then other stuff that I saw, like, my homegirls do who have moved other places and how they forge friendships and shit like that. So one thing I think you should do is to join a meetup group. I did that once. That's how I was going to. I was going to a free African dance class for a while. And I did talk to people there. I didn't mm-hmm. make friends because I didn't go back. I only went for, like, two months. Okay. But that was, like, a way for me to do something that I like, that I enjoyed, kind of, like, similar to what you said. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, other black women there. Right. Um. So there's that. I think you should take an adult class. So like a cooking class or something that you're already interested in, but you want to learn more on of, I don't know. You want to fucking learn how to make fucking bake cute cakes. I don't know, whatever. So like take a class and something that you really, really like. And then you'll meet other people there. Cause that kind of mirrors like school. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of the people that you've met in life that you've forged these long right. friendships with were in school. So it kind of remakes that setting for you. To like kind of make a classroom kind of thing mm-hmm. go on. So that's another way to do that. This is something I want to do, but I fail to do a lot of times is um join a book club. Yeah. 
I think that we should push that further because we have different types of ways that we could commune. So like a podcast club would be cute Mm -hmm. where a lot of you listen to the same podcast or you listen to different podcasts and you talk about the podcast you listen to that day and shit like that. I think that's a cute way for you to like have these group things where there's strangers like, you know, you could follow the T with Queen and J hashtag and find other T with Queen and J listeners in your city or something like that. And then y'all can meet and just talk about the podcast every week or some shit like that. And friendships could form from that. One thing I really, really want to do is do it like a TV show club. Okay. Because I really like TV and that's like, I think it'd be cute to like, you don't have to fucking read a book to join together to talk about shit. Like, mm-hmm. there's other shit that you can do that way. Like, it doesn't have to be a book club, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think that's another way to do that. Like, look at hashtags of different shows that people watch and see if any of them in the city, see if they're black women and just see if y'all could like, you know, want to be at the coffee shop and talk about that episode of How to Get Away with Murder. I don't know. I think that's a cool kind of way to like meet people who already have an interest that you have that could bring you together in that way. An adult way that you can make friends if you drink alcohol is a happy hour Mm -hmm. or going to bars. This is a way that my best friend, like I've never really just gone to bars by myself. Mm -hmm. I've never been one of those people who just like, "Mm, I'm at the bar. And that's where she has met lots of her friends when mm. she moved to Oakland and shit like mm. that. So maybe, you know, just go sit at the bar, sit near that black woman in the bar mm-hmm. and be like, girl, what you getting? And then... Let's <laughs> <laughs> turn into a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> Tyler Perry scene so quickly. Girl, what you getting? Girl, Nothing, girl. I'm just tired. My man I'm has been tired. running me ragged. I'm just too... I'm tired. I'm a highly successful black woman and- <laughs> No man wants me. And this is the only hour of the day that I have to myself. So I just come <laughs> to this bar and I just drink. But now you're here, we can become best friends. And then this man in a horrible lace front cornrow wig Shows up, interrupts. And then y'all end up. She, well, she becomes your friend and confidant, right? So she saves you when you when he t- runs you ragged. She saves you and then y'all get together and kill him. But now y'all have this secret together. And then someone gets HIV. But you made a friend. Yeah. Tyler Perry. Oh, his writer's room of one person. So happy hour. (laughs) So, yes. Yeah, so happy hour. I do prefer the idea of meeting adults in places where we're not drinking. I don't know. I just... I just prefer that, mm-hmm. to be honest. I like to see adults at play doing other things. There's other right. ways for us to get together. Yeah. So I know happy hour is like the common way that adults mm-hmm. meet other folks, but that's why most of this list is like non-alcoholic right, um, right, or right. that don't involve yeah. those things. But a lot of bars have like events where they'll have like a game night or they'll have yep, a TV that's show true. night. Yeah. Have, so that could be another avenue. Yeah. If there's a bar that you already like, you can see what type of events that they have, have going in. And yeah. if black people ever show up, show you can up. see what's good. Exactly. And a lot of places, depending on what state you're in, if, if it's not like a a black city there may be like a black, a black night, night the first friday or right, some shit like that yeah they right, do that a lot right right yep. night for the blackest mm-hmm. yeah and then another way that i put that you can meet um friends is through social media um the bb 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 like we all know each other from social media we all know each other from having this common interest of podcasting we knew each other from internet spaces before we Mm -hmm. met each other in IRL that's that's the black baddie podcast brigade if if you're first listening and you don't know what the fuck BB we're a group of non cis men black podcasters who fuck with each other and share similar politics yeah some of us don't even live in the same state same city same whatever but we have forge a friendship through using social media and media spaces and this commonality that we have in this mm-hmm. so like there's lots of ways that you can fucking meet people mm-hmm. and you know have friends have black women friends and like Janicia says you're not gonna like some people you don't gotta be their friend just cause they black either right that you oh, don't you know, you, you'll know when you're doing the work when you meet <laughs> the first black person that you fucking can't stand <laughs> that you met somewhere like a, a new original black person that you do not yeah. fuck with you'll be like yes if you're pat reason, yourself on the back exactly. for doing the work to make friends if your reason for not liking them is not attached to anti-blackness it's mm-hmm. okay I don't like motherfuckers too sometimes right. it might be attached to anti-blackness I don't know I have to unpack but because mm-hmm. I'm human mm-hmm. but it's okay to not like people you're not like fucking throwing away the whole black race right by doing that right right you right know? and you also say here I'm reading from the letter I have been stateside for quite some time and felt socially awkward frightened and wary of what it is to be black in the U.S. 
And I think that those are all valid feelings. Yeah. Uh, feeling frightened. is It's scary. Day to day. Feeling wary of that shit. It is like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you are a black person in the U.S. So like whatever blackness is to you and whatever that experience is yeah. to you mm-hmm. is also valid. Like blackness is not one type of thing it looks a multitude of different ways and whatever your black is is a representation of black in the u.s so you don't um, yeah dismantle. don't feel the need to feel like out of place or yeah you know i think if you dismantle the idea of what black americanness is and what the world says black americanness is then it'll be a lot easier for you to not feel awkward about that about being like jay said you are a black american person or a black person in the u.s and that looks like many different things because the makeup of black folks in the u.s is many different things Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so maybe dismantle what you think your idea of black americanness is um and then you won't have kind of that over your head making you feel awkward and shit like that Mm -hmm. so you also said here now that I am a mother to a mixed kid, I feel scared for her and at times regret marrying a white man. Yikes. I want to say that uh, I connect with this feeling, not because I have any experience in this, but I also <laughs> regret marrying a white man in any <laughs> form of imagination I've ever had. Like, if it's even come up as a thought, I regret it. You're so fucking annoying. <laughs> but I, I too. I too. I too. I too regret the possibility of, you know, marrying a white, a white man. man. I went on a date with a white man. I regret that. I went on a date with a white man once. It was a good date, but he kept going on with these black facts. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. So he was he was facts. a problem. I'm glad that that did. So many black facts. I'm like, glad that okay. didn't work out. Yeah. No, I was let me rephrase that cuz I'm playing it down. I was dating a white man for like a month, and then I went on a date with another white man. Anyway, I'll never do any of those things again. Yeah. Not because it's wrong, just because it's wrong for me. <laughs> okay, I will not do that again. But I wanted to touch on this because when I was more active about like my dating life and meeting new people and shit like that, like, yes, I was not dating, uh, entertaining dating any white men, but in the pool of black men that I was seeking to become partnered with, there's still lots of black men who believe in white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's still a thing. Yeah. That I, in finding a partner, I still would have to navigate, like, okay, where are you? Where do we meet in blackness? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, there's certain things I don't feel like I want to explain. And there's certain things that are like a deal breaker for me. But anyway, I say all that to say, like, marrying a black person is not a guarantee that their blackness will match with, like, your blackness yeah. culturally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I, I think that um, while having a white man in your house drinking your juice and shit can be like an unnecessary like burden <laughs> that you deal with. Juice is important here on this podcast. It really is. We, and to have a white man don't just who's be... already taking so much in your home drinking your juice, juice. barefoot is a lot. I just um, picture them standing right in front of the fridge too. You know, because that's where they take it. They're not going to pour it in a glass. You're cavemen. Anyway. <laughs> no, but what my point is. You sound like my parents. I know. <laughs> oh, black parents. Um, no, but my point, my point is like like marrying a white man is not the worst thing that like has happened to you. You married a man. You know what I'm saying? That's the worst thing that's happened to you. Word. But <laughs> But really, really, you could have also married a black man who Would didn't these, understand yeah, black under- shit, who you would still have to explain things to. And, and like, you know, you still have to teach your daughter, like, your politics or the politics that made sense for a black girl in the world. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, you might want her to take ballet with all the white girls. That part. Because it's more, I don't it's know, more classical better. and whatever. Yes, that part. That fucking part. So it's a lot of stuff to consider. Also, you've taken ballet, right? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but I, I took it in co-op with like other black and brown kids. I took it with black. There girls. were still little white girls in our neighborhood at that time, um, but I took yeah. it with black girls. But I was, I feel like I was forced to take it. I had to take mm. it to take tap. Why do you always have to take ballet to take, take tap? tap? I don't know. 
I don't know. And yes. you know Tapper is created by black folks yes. and it was looked down on and all of this shit. Yo. So I felt like I was white supremacy. Yes. I just accepted it. I because I, I don't want to take ballet. I just wanna and didn't. it was like that's what you gotta do. I was like, all right, I'll do it. But I did it and like that, that a little bit, but I remember being in a car, like my mother was like, Why she gotta do that shit yeah. though? And my dad was like, Oh, that's what they said. Yeah, that's what they since, said. Since yo. they were created doubt, I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna jump on that doubt. This said. doesn't make sense. That's what they I said. I just wanna tap. Mm-mm. you also talk about you, you uh, i want to add you mentioned your daughter being a mixed um black person and i just wanted to say i say this a lot but every black person has like their own like baggage to carry yep if you're dark skin if you're light skin if you're multiracial if you're fucking whatever the fuck kind of black person you are there's some baggage that comes with that shit so like don't be fearful of the challenges that your daughter is going to have as a mixed person because whatever it is um they're whack you know yeah and um nobody's safe <laughs> <laughs> like no like none of us are safe no one's safe being black is lit we're yeah. also not safe <laughs> so there's that yeah there's that get her in a dance class get that girl in a dance (laughs) class that is honestly one of my answers to everything get that girl in a dance class yo that's so funny get her in a dance class let us know what happens yo send us an update i would like to hear more about this experience let us know if anything works for you or not not work all right that's not about the first black person you don't like yes it sounds fun that's what i want to hear about (laughs) sounds fun i'm excited all right jay so you want to take a break yeah let's take a break money 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 (laughs) money (laughs) do you know what this year is what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week week. sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website yeah tvthequeenandj.com hit that donate tab and mm-hmm. we have two options there so you two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal yep. you choose we mm-hmm. give you a choice that's right on how you give us money that's right if you want to donate via Patreon we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month that's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time all right um, so we got another t-mail yes. about college and shit the hbu question oh, oh excuse me the hbcu question <laughs> the hbu what's the hbu let's make us happy birthday you dirty bastard <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh the hbcu question all right let's all right, get into so it so i'll get into the letter mm-hmm. so the subject is choosing what's right for me or what makes someone else proud uh, so takira says howdy folks i had a hairdresser used to say howdy um <laughs> strange yeah it was it was like you are from new york <laughs> you have dreadlocks why are you doing this <laughs> okay back to that howdy folks just want to start this t-mail by saying thank you for educating me and changing my life you guys have really caused me to challenge things that have been ingrained in me for my entire girlhood specifically pertaining to internalized misogynoir yes girl we have been there too Thanks for getting, well, that was me. Now back to the letter. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for getting that toxicity out of my mind. It was super necessary. It truly makes me happy to know that the world's best womanist race nerds are out here educating people on their bomb-ass platform. Now on to the T-mail. I am 18 years old, a newly legal a newly legal eagle. Oh, that's cute. Isn't it cute? I don't know what it means, but it's adorable. Like she's flying and shit. 
Mm-hmm. I bullshitted my way through high school, and now I'm starting out at a community college. There's absolutely nothing wrong with community college. I just envisioned myself at an HBCU of my dreams, surrounded by black-ass blackness. It's the only blackness I like. Now that my first semester is over and I know what I have to do to remain successful in college, I'm thinking of places to transfer to after I finished here at a CC. As I mentioned before, I really want to go to an HBCU. It's always been a dream of mine. With that, there's one big issue. My grandma wants me to go to a school that she says is reputable. My grandma is an old school black woman from the Bronx who was raised by Southern parents and the And the way she expects my life to go isn't necessarily what I want. She's told me before that I shouldn't be worried about HBCUs and all that blackity black stuff. I feel like that's her voice. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Blackity black stuff. And that really irritates me. Mainly because I'm black, but also think it's because she has this mindset where she sees me as constantly competing with white people. It's honestly like Hunger Games Life Edition. I understand with that comes from but it's been really draining constantly trying to beat white kids for the top spot of her praise and attention i want to make her proud because i feel like i haven't but i also want to dictate my life and follow my own path i'm honestly torn between the transferring to the predominantly white university in my city or just running away to the black ass school of my dreams could i trouble y'all for any advice or wisdom thanks to kira all right Thank you, Takira, for trusting us with this letter. Yeah. And sharing this with Mm -hmm. us. Go to an HBCU. All right. The end. What you got? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Takira, Yoniana is a clout chaser. And (laughs) she... How? She just wants her to go to these reputable schools so she could talk about you to her friends. Okay, that's <laughs> so true. that she could be like my my granddaughter's been here. Right, she's, and she sees clout in associating you with whiteness, mm. and she wants to brag about you in those ways. Right. And that's where her, in quotations, proudness comes from mm. is you being able to compete with the whites. Yeah, and she can like brag about it and mm. tell her friends when they sit in front sit in the bench in front of the building. Mm. I just picture that because you said the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, always sit in the bench in front of the, front of the building, building right? right so uh, it's it's like she she wants to live this life she wants you to live this life so she could talk about this life mm. and it's like she's not gonna be the one in school every day dealing with these microaggressions she's right. not gonna be the one in school every day fucking spending all this money to not enjoy yourself yep. she's not gonna one who's gonna she's, she's not gonna do any of these things all of these things that you have to do and they, that lots of people experience that I hear who went to PWIs and all of these reputable schools, all that mm-hmm. shit that they go through, it would be helpful if within that college experience, you can be like safe in blackness at mm-hmm. the very least. Right. You know? Yeah. So tell your nana to stop clout chasing. Clout chasing. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. no. Yeah. Yeah. Go to an HBCU. I went to a PWI. Um, And if I were talking to my young self, I think I would tell myself to go to a HBCU. Because to Queen's point, like you deserve at least four years of learning without wondering if your professor is being racist. Yeah. Or having to counter some foolishness that a white kid says in class. Like you deserve Or someone writing fucking nigger on the fucking wall somewhere and the student association people then, saying Then there's that. Like, uh well, you know, um you know yeah. you know well, right yeah, nope. like that's already the real world you're gonna know how to deal with the real world yeah that's the real world that like you live in like you'll get that training you don't need four years of it you don't need to pay for four years of my you don't need to pay you don't need to do four that. Years of that you deserve to be comfortable of course um there's still challenges at an hbcu yeah there are but do we need to add racism to the mix? I don't think so. Uh, especially if it's something that you've dreamed of doing. If I could see if maybe you, it was, you were indifferent to it or if it didn't matter to you. But if it matters to you to go to an HBCU, it is your experience. It is your life and your life starts now. Go to an HBCU, yo. Word. Enjoy that shit. I mean, you might go there and be disappointed. But go and be fucking disappointed, yo. Go. If you don't go, you're always going to be wondering yep, what the fuck it could have been, been. What it was like. And tell your grandma... Tell your clout chasing granny yeah. who's gonna die before you do. Yeah, okay? she is. God willing. That's how everybody wants it to go. Yeah. Like, tell your grandma that there are folks who graduated from HBCUs who are com- out here competing with or, white folks who are doing amazing. Tell your grandmother to go. 
Right. <laughs> so she wants the right. reputable yeah. um, she white. Could, she hey, could go. It's never too late. She could go. She could go to she a white school go. right now. And then she could come right back to that pen, the branch in front of the building mm-hmm. and tell her friends. That she went to Harvard. I went to Harvard, y'all. Mm-hmm. And that she didn't like it. And so she came back. Because <laughs> life is too short. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, you'll be fine. There are plenty of HBCU graduates out here doing the damn thing. Word. And so, yeah. I don't I don't really see it for that argument of, like, going somewhere, quote, unquote, reputable. If you have to, try and get into one of the HBCUs that niggas think are the best. Like, fucking. If if, if you need to meet her in the middle. Yeah, go to Go Spelman. to Howard. Go to Spelman. Go to Morehouse. Go to Clark. Go to, go to one of the larger HBCUs that you know that the she cloud chasing ones go to the cloud chasing yeah. HBCUs mm-hmm. that will still give you a good HBCU experience Word. and enjoy your life or don't or go to a smaller HBCU and fucking live yeah. your best go life go to Lincoln yo. right in Pennsylvania yeah, right yo. there do your thing Word. do your thing but it's important that we recognize that like Life is both short and long. So, like, if you're going to spend four years somewhere, go go where you want to go. Go where you want to go. Like, go she's not going. Go. Yeah. She's not going. And I think that you should worry about like You that. had your chance, Nana. She had a chance. You should be worrying about that blackity black stuff because there's no guarantee that you'll find it anywhere else like you might get out of school and decide the best place for whatever career you want to have is in some mad white place at some mad white job so like enjoy your life you're gonna go into debt do it at hbcu (laughs) (laughs) that's a great tagline yeah they should use that they should do it that's what you deserve and Mm -hmm. and okay white kids are at historically white universities enjoying all the benefits and joy and and safety of going to these predominantly white schools where they are catered to and nurtured and treated like children okay treated like students go go you deserve that shit too yo go to hbcu you have the rest of your life to learn the ways of white folks and you will learn them quickly and it will be painful for so. yeah i remember as a kid when I, I mean i got to college age i didn't care about college as much i had to go because you're in a black home you gotta go or you don't live here anymore yeah, you gotta go or you move <laughs> you don't live here you're not gonna go to college so i did go to college but when i was and younger and i was like oh college fun 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 mm. i thought only hbcus existed like oh you didn't know about pwis no right. like why why would yeah i just mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. like even think about them existing until i got to college age and people were like applying to these other places and i'm like why are you going there mm-hmm. <laughs> why i don't know but i didn't even like think that like there was educational institutions that were not going to be like the black ass experiences mm-hmm. that i had been having mm-hmm. or whatever so it's like especially because a lot of us aren't able to have like these kind of black cocoon kind of lives. If you could have that four year period where mm-hmm. it's just like blackly black, 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 how is that damaging? Like the life of white folks is whitey, white, white, white. They don't right. have to interact with us. They don't right. have to fucking integrate, assimilate or anything that mm-hmm. shit when it comes to us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, have your four years of black cocoonness. You deserve. Right. Also your grandma, like, like our elder black people, they survived so that we could thrive. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They did stuff like so that they could live and like we want to like thrive now. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's something there's an instinct in like older black folks to like like inform us based on their experience and tell us to kind of move in ways that are that will achieve a success in the way that they know it, in the way that people in that era in their era have found like success and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or oh, how they viewed success. How they viewed success, right. Um, but they did all of that so that we could thrive, so that we could live. You know what I'm saying? And not just survive. They did that shit so that we could live. Like those t shirts that say I'm not my grandmother's or what? what I'm is, not what my ancestors. I'm not my ancestors. ancestors. You can catch these hands. First of all, they're wildly disrespectful. They're wildly and disrespectful. you're not your ancestors. The yeah. shit they had to deal with, the violence they encountered at it's the hands of racism different. is completely different. They dealt with shit that you, it's unspeakable to And they had us. them hands. And they had them hands, right? So like, 
They did those things. They laid the groundwork so that we could decide, I want to go to an HBCU. I don't have have to to go go to to one, but I want to go to one because I feel like that's going to be the best thing for me. And even though sometimes it's hard for our parents and grandparents to watch us make the the, the free decisions that their hard work has allowed us to make or given us the privilege to make, like we have to make those decisions for ourselves. And, and I think that, you know, as long as we do that with respect for like where they're coming from, Mm -hmm. I think that, it's important to push ahead yeah i also think that you know what you're gonna do you know you're gonna go to hbcu you keep throughout this whole letter saying the schools of my dreams my dreams my dreams and it's like if it's something of your dream you should just follow that like i i think your heart knows what you want to do and i think you should just follow what your heart says and not what your grandmother says because she had her time she had her life she made a decision she's made for herself you need to make the decisions you are going to make for yourself Mm because you're going to live with them not her Mm -hmm. you know she could send you a care package yeah that would be nice my grandma used to send me five dollar bills ten dollar bills every now and then yeah it was super cute i appreciated it (laughs) to put them in the mail yeah Oh, I think I want to say something. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great that that is, you know, that's your dream. You want to go to those places, but you know, try not to romanticize it in that way. You mm. might get to the space and it might not be the space for you. And that has like nothing to do with blackness. That has nothing to do with whatever. It just might have not have been the time and space for you to be mm-hmm. at this school. So like, I feel like go because you want to go, but don't have your expectation be that you're going to get to the school and then it's going to be like fucking Kool-Aid fountains and and, <laughs> and like fucking sweet potato pie <laughs> for dessert at lunch every single every day single in the cafeteria day. or and that their mac and cheese is baked. Yo, you could go to a black school <laughs> and their mac and cheese in the cafeteria and just not. Yeah, you know, shit, yo, not going to be know. people just stepping all the time right, and right. like fucking parties where all the black people like you yeah everybody says good morning or like what's good it gives you the head, head nod like morning. no like, gives you a pound you know everybody loves you something yeah so y'all be having like study groups and shit and like everyone is invested in one another's success word you flax you swag so after every class everyone believes in the quantum principles yeah like it's yeah. that it won't it won't be that either mm-hmm. so i don't want you to go there and be heartbroken at the yeah. same time it's because you use the word dream like so much people on that shit yeah it's 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 still school <laughs> <laughs> it's still an academic structure mm-hmm. that is me yeah too. it always and you know social media you know that shit always looks the more highlight real on social media yeah. than it is in real life you know you've been at a whack party and by the time <laughs> people done with social media it looked like it was live those are know? always funny to me i'm like how do they right? curate that oh, i don't man. know how to do that i know how to do it I don't. I know how to take a good I'm just picture. like, I'm not recording this. I was at a whole <laughs> whack wedding. Like, yo, this wedding is whack. <laughs> and the highlight reel. How your social, wedding whack? Oh, the social media. Oh, God. It looked like a fucking celebrity wedding, yo. Oh, yeah. I'm not good at that. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. So I just anyway. keep my phone in my bag. Yeah. So keep in mind, it, it always looks more fun on social. Yeah. So it's just yeah. something to keep in mind. Word. Good luck in yeah. college, yo. Word. That's super exciting. And what an exciting thing that you can make a choice, yo. Word. That is that. really cool. It's a lot of people who can't can make, make a, a choice, choice. You know? And and I know you want your grandma to be proud of you, but, like, she loves you and shit. She's so. going to be proud regardless. She's yeah. going to be at the graduation. That's my baby. Right. Like, she's going to be know? proud regardless. And, like, if not, like, eh, she's going to be all right. Like, like, you know, how many degrees? How many degrees she got? It's nice that people are proud of you, but also... Her credentials fun. It doesn't matter. So she cares about that so much. Sort it out in therapy later. Don't send your grandma after me. That's just, you know. She could come up here. Oh, I don't be fighting grandmothers. <laughs> I don't fight grandmothers. I will fight a grandmother. I won't. Mm-hmm. I will. You can't fight a grandmother. You gonna be in bookends like I beat that old lady? <laughs> yes, I did. They gonna fuck you up. <laughs> By the time you get to the judge, you gonna be happy. <laughs> I'm not fighting no old lady. Um, I have cooked. I've kicked the old lady before, but I was like in sixth grade. Okay, that's different. She kicked me first, but yeah, I'm not fighting. <laughs> a, um, she did. <laughs> oh gosh, that's terrible. I'm sorry. It's on a bus. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's nice when like your family is proud of you, but as an old person, it doesn't matter. Just go to therapy. <laughs> Just go to therapy after yo. 
They're proud of you, but sometimes they won't tell anyone. Like, my dad is very proud of me. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to tell me that? Oh, no. He will <laughs> not. He will not. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's nice to have you when your parents, like, are proud of you and shit. But really, now that, like, we're all adults here, we're all adults here, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't It doesn't matter. matter. It, doesn't, it doesn't, matter. doesn't matter. And it also, it is, sh- your grandmother needs to learn that she does not, like, own you. You're not a possession of hers. Mm. You're not even an extension of hers. Mm. Like, y'all are just related. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's 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 not that. I just notice that a lot in families when people try to live vicariously through other family members, and that's not fair, and that's not safe. And she needs to get over that and mm-hmm. go to therapy or something. And like, come on. Oh, her, she's not gonna go to therapy. Well, her friends on the bench, um, they kids, they grandkids not doing no better. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, she's too good for the bench? Um, she might have her own chair. Mm, you know everybody got their own she spot. got her own chair mm-hmm. like yeah okay. yeah okay. she has her own chair alright but yeah yo congratulations to you and all the best with this decision let us know how it goes and what you decide yo right I think we did a podcast we definitely did a show I enjoyed the spot me, of tea mm-hmm. me too me too me too be sure to follow us on all the social medias we're on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ we're also on Tumblr and Facebook um, just search for us there and you will find us send us email at tutqueenandj at gmail.com we love your letters we love to read them on the show when we can donate to our podcast by going to our website twothqueenandj.com and sliding down on our homepage and hitting those donation tabs or hitting those links that are in your show notes to donate. That's right. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. Like, subscribe, rate. All that stuff is important to us and helps other people find and discover this podcast. We appreciate you and we need you to do that. So thank you so much. Yes. And we're done, right? Yeah, we're done. All right. As always, at the end of each podcast, we shout out our favorite hashtags and the ones that are important to us. So Black Lives Matter. Stop calling trans women. Say her name. Maybe he doesn't hit you. Disability too white. You okay, sis? Film disc, Spoonie Chat. Why I stayed? 4C forever. That's right. All Black Lives Matter. Inner Hole Uprising. Queer Walk. T with QJ. Queer Walk Pod. Bag Ladies. Unpack BG. Marsha's Play. Sexually Liberated Woman. Vagisteam. Miss Vixen. All right, that's it. Let's go. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima with engineering support Ew. from a black girl named Sam. To Youth Queen and Jay, we turn up responsibly. All right. Oh, I need a button. I think what you're trying to ask is uh, why am I so insistent upon giving out to them that blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with uh, 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 black culture. I think that's what you're asking. It's, it's, I have no choice over it in the first place. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. I mean, and I mean that in every, every sense, uh, outside and inside. And to me, we have a culture that uh, is surpassed by, 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 by no other civilization, but we don't know anything about it.